Hey folks, it's Jeff Fuzzy Wenzel from the Woodshed Agency. It is March. What day is it? I don't even know, actually. Huh? Does anybody really know? It's March 9th! That's right. It's Friday afternoon, and this is an episode of Successfully Funded Mini Versions. So let's jump right into it. Here we go. So the first Kickstarter project I would love you guys to go check out is actually called The Thinking Egg. Um, it's a useful tool to help remind people to slow the hell down. Um, I actually have a full episode that's going up this week, and it's going to be airing all next week, too, where I'm going to be talking to Oscar, who's the creator of The Thinking Egg. And we're going to be deep diving into his project, his sort of his beliefs, how he thinks about stuff. But before you get to that episode, maybe check out The Thinking Egg right now. It's really interesting. I'm actually a backer of it. I, um, I just picked up a couple of these thinking eggs for myself and my wife. Um, I don't know. I really believe in this project. So go over to Kickstarter right now, search The Thinking Egg, and become a backer right now. So the next campaign um, just finished up and it's actually in pre-order. And for this one, I became what we call at Woodshed here a gawker backer, meaning that I backed for a low dollar amount just because I wanted to see the campaign and see what's going on behind the scenes. So the, the, the project I'm talking about is called Suve. It's a kitchen robot with multi-zone cooking and refrigeration. I'm blown away by this idea. It's by a former Apple engineer um, and he's an appliance expert. And then there's also a gourmet chef and they've, they've basically created like a blue apron tied in with some sort of like really unique cooking device that you put these your, your recipes in or your your ingredients and it cooks all day and when you come home boom your dinner's ready to go so really intriguing campaign they did uh seven hundred and twenty five thousand dollars with uh just under uh, 1400 backers um, but like i said the project just finished but you can still pre-order right now by literally just clicking the button so um, go to the Kickstarter, search for this, and let's start a conversation. This is intriguing. I'm not sure exactly how this would work, but it's a really, really cool project. So go check it out right now. All right, let's talk about what's next on my radar. So this campaign is about a week to go. It's called Ghost Space. It's an expandable 5G wireless storage and streaming system. Uh, so this is pretty cool. You can put your... Um, uh, you know, you can put all your your uh, content on this device and have it wirelessly go to your uh, laptop, so you can have access to it. So, it really helps out with storage. Um, yeah, and it's doing charging as well, so you can put your iPhone on it or your Android phone that that does wireless charging. So, really cool product. Um, they have, like I said, seven days to go. There's currently they had a twenty thousand dollar goal and they are raising one hundred forty thousand at the moment. So, really great campaign. This is a cool project. I mean, I can see how this would fit into been in those people who are traveling or on the go quite a bit and they need high storage space. This is me. This is me and definitely my business partner, Sean, who's, who's traveling and needing storage. So very cool product. So again, it's called Go Space. Uh, go check it out right now on Kickstarter. Hey, let's jump on to a topic of why crowdfunding campaigns fail. And I know that this is not a not a, a subject that people want to talk about a lot, but you know, I think it's like 70% of campaigns fail. And there's really pinpointed reasons as to why this happened. So I'm going to go through three or four reasons why and I'm going to break them down. So let's jump into that portion uh, that portion of this this episode right now. So the first reason that we see campaigns fail a lot is the project creator themselves does not spend enough time promoting the, ca the campaign before it launches. 
The first 24 to 48 hours are absolutely, absolutely the most crucial part of the overall success of the project. And it isn't just like, you don't just set up a Kickstarter campaign, build it out, hire an agency and go, that's it, and, and you know, wipe your hands free of like, I don't have to do anything. These projects are ultimately yours. So we talk about this all the time about having 100 friends, fools, and family members ready to back instantly. And that means that you have set them up. You put the ball in the tee that they literally have to click a button. And that's your work, right? Um, so while an agency might be able to gather leads and collect emails, that's just a part of the whole equation. Um, you know, so you've really got to have to have a big audience prepared to then reveal to them the, the project's live. So for you, the project creator, I'm really talking to specifically you. It's in your hands to make sure that you have that initial momentum for the campaign. Everything else is sort of gravy or everything else is filler. It comes from you particularly. So you gotta spend a lot of time getting that audience built and ready to go. And I know it's gonna feel like, yeah, but I hired somebody. But you're talking about your internal people, your people who are in your network. That's who you're going after. So spend, if you think you spent enough time, spend more, right? Spend another, another month on it. You gotta build out that audience. So, all right, spend a lot of time before launch. Can't stress it enough. All right, what's next? So for me, I think I would focus around that the project itself, whatever you're working on, is just actually not a good fit for a Kickstarter and Indiegogo campaign. And basically what I'm saying is reward-based crowdfunding. We see this quite a bit with um, you know, projects that are novelty or they're, they're sort of impulse purchases at a gas station. Um, I can think of an example right now of a product that just you know, this is like a $4 thing you'd purchase randomly. That's not something that people are going to get excited about. The other thing we see quite a bit is in the app world or any sort of like, um, you know, good, you know, almost like a you know, support by charity type of vibe. Those really are not good fit for Kickstarter. So again, um, you really got to find a way that, that a project that you're working on is really going to help somebody. You know, it's going to, it's going to shave time off their day. It's, going to make their life easier. They're going to be able to charge their phone quicker, whatever it might be. Um, so you got to make sure that your project really is a good fit for these platforms before you jump into them. So that's sort of the second reason that we see campaigns fail. All right, now let's talk about how rewards, right? Rewards are a huge part of your campaign. If they are confusing, the backers are gonna be confused. So we wanna make sure that when you're looking at a page, instantly people understand, I get this for this price, I get this for this price, um, you know, I get shipping on this day, I plan on getting my reward here. If you, if you can't make your rewards crystal clear, you're gonna run into a ton of headaches where people are gonna be confused and they're not gonna ultimately back because they don't know what they're actually getting. It still is a shopping experience. So make it crystal clear, here are the rewards, Here's when you're gonna get them. Here's about how much it's gonna cost. Very simple, but something that's gotta be broken down. All right, next on my list, your funding goal. It's almost always too high. I know people go into it thinking that they wanna raise the exact dollar amount. I need $100,000, but it's just not how it works when it comes to crowdfunding. Um, a lower goal helps you hit that faster. It helps with momentum. So. When you're, when you're deciding to set that right goal, you know, it needs to be high enough that you can fulfill rewards, but, not, but no higher. Remember, it's much easier to get new backers once you've already hit your funding goal, so you wanna hit it as soon as possible. So we see this all the time. Even if you're like, 
uh, you know, $20,000, $40,000. It might even be a little lower than that. The faster you hit that goal, um, the, the easier it is to get back or so. Um, yeah, look at that funding goal and set, make sure you, you really think about how to set that. Next on my list, um, you know, so this is a hard one, but this one is where it feels like your project doesn't seem trustworthy. This is where you have to get out of your bubble and, and look at it from somebody who doesn't know who you are. Do they really think that you can deliver this product? Have you got your ducks in a row? Um, this whole community is built on trust and communication. Um, and if you're not providing that, and if people don't look at you and instantly feel like, yes, you know what you're doing, then it's going to be hard to get people to give you money for a project that doesn't exist at the moment. You have to really think about that. So get yourself out of your bubble and think about it differently. Think about it, how would you feel if you stumbled upon this project and would you back it? And if you're not gonna back it, more than likely they're not going to. So again, think about the trustworthy factor in your, in your uh, project. All right, here's my last one for, the, for this episode. This is around you, the creator, not interacting with your backers enough. Nobody wants to go to a page and see zero interaction, meaning the backer's not communicating or there's no updates. You want to go to a page that feels active and feels like it's alive. You want to see social media comments. You want to see you reaching out to them. You want to see emails. You want to see just this energy. Um, all of that, again, makes it easier for a backer to commit to giving you money before a project exists. Again, this is not a, this is a pre-order, yes, but it's not like they get the project. The, product two days from now and that's what people are accustomed to so you have to really show this communication and this this openness to your project to get people to to basically be on board with you um, so again a lot of the stuff we looked at for a, a really successful campaign isn't always dollar amount sometimes it's the amount of backers right so if those all those backers believe in you that means you're doing a great job in your communication and your messaging so if you're not doing that for a campaign right now jump on it right now do a lot of backer updates do a lot of communication all right All right, those are six things to be thinking about and, and really looking at why projects fail. Um, there's probably more I could get into, but I thought these six are sort of the biggest sort of benchmarks that we see with failed campaigns. So I really hope that you enjoyed those last few segments. If you've got questions, obviously shoot me an email, jeff at woodshed.agency, um, or you can go on Facebook or any of, any of these things and go to woodshed.agency. You can message us. Um, and I'll get back to you right away too. Um, but yeah, so those are some of the things. So again, like I said, if you're struggling with some of that stuff, um, reach out. Let's talk about it. So I uh, hope you guys enjoyed that segment. Let's move on to, um, let's listen to some music. Let's go jump into that and uh, hold on. Let, let, let's, let me find a song here to play for you guys. All right, the song I'm picking is called Reality Killed My Dreams. I thought that'd be a great title for, for this episode. Now, obviously, if you listen to the song, it's a much deeper, deeper subject line than what we're talking about here uh, when it comes to crowdfunding campaigns, but I thought, it, thought it'd still be a good song to fit. So this is on our 2008 record, uh, so go check that out right now. And again, this song's called Reality Killed My Dreams, and I'll talk to you all next week. <laughs>